I can be your plug, as Summer Walker would say. And it is a summer, so I guess I'll take her uh, fetus for a walker since she is pregnant again. Congrats, because girls need love. And any song featuring Drake, oh, the girls will get the love. Uh, Jesus, I guess it took more than one dance and a lap dance. And boy, my uh, jokes overlap. I like my feet when they're dancing because there's no rhythm. All right. Welcome to episode 156 of the Often Beat Podcast with Clint Nelson. That that should not have made me laugh as much as it did. Oh, Jesus. Oh, talk to the rhythm of love. And I'm not wearing a plain white tee. But uh, hey there, Delilah. Um, Yeah. Welcome to episode 156. Yeah, 156. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow the pod, comment, subscribe. Hit the notification bell on all apps, but most importantly, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to suck some titties. I feel like that should actually be in the description. Suck suck some titties. Maybe that should just be the name of the pod. Um, Should I change the podcast name? I don't know. Um, I'm gonna be honest, for this episode, doing a doubleheader tonight, I'm recording this on June 30th, 11.05pm Eastern, and since I talked about all the fun, real, whew, heavy topics in the previous episodes, specifically the last 40 minutes, um, this episode, I'm gonna go back to how this podcast started, and I'm just gonna say shit, and I feel like some will come out of it, so if you're ready to tune out, then breathe in and breathe out, at least you know you're alive, I'm still alive, it's like all the grunge from the 90s, you can literally just do a continuous if someone just did a compilation of you could just literally hum. Like, all the music kind of sounds the same. You could just literally hum the songs. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of like with the early 2000s too. But, you know, because uh, I'm chapping at the sticks. <laughs> uh, all my friends, they have chopsticks and not for rice in a bowl, as Jack Harlow would say. Um, good quality, and uh, unlike the quality of this pod, I'm a quality guy, and I believe in quality of meat, and boy, can I, uh, can I uh, give you some quality meat, because I have a discount, <laughs> uh, yep, there's a heavy, heavy Marked down on this meat. It is aged and it's about to be thrown out. Kind of like the extra skin on someone's uh, circumcision. And boy, am I slicing through this one like a uh, orange and I'm just Mandarin through. Kind of like the language. Even though the only Mandarin I enjoy is the chicken from Panda 
express and i am really expressing myself with my bamboo of a stick from her from the heavy reach i'm really trying here um panda's really underrated you go to airports you go to six flags and it is like 19 bucks for a part for like a three entree but you know what you go to your regular panda it's like nine bucks and they always ask you, do you want to donate? Like, it seems like they've been donating to this one fucking charity that I don't feel like has ever gotten any better. Hey, I'm not in the business to judge what charities do, even though I am charity. And, uh, boy, you can give me some free throw, free throw, or free smoke, free smoke uh, from the free throw line. And as we know from anything, that depends who's at the free throw line, depending if it's automatic, supersonic, twerking on the Cadillac, uh, you know, a Chevron, Sierra. Sierra, oh, she she didn't keep the goodies in the jar. Um, but you know, Russell, you know, Russell Wilson gets a bad rap. He gets a bad rap for being, he's just out here being a father to kids. You know, and they're like, oh, because it's not his, he's a simp, he's this. It's like, all right, well, well, while he's taking care of Future's kids, Future's making Game of Thrones music videos with Drake's, like, third-tier verse. So you tell me who's doing the right thing. Yep, and we know Drake and Future, one thing they care about is the appearance of, you know, uh, Making sure their children aren't hidden. Um, sorry, Drake. Oh, Jesus. And kind of like the old times, he didn't name his kid Adonis. Like the movie 300. And I got 300 problems. And uh, illegitimate accusations of kids being mine are all of them. Okay, Clint. Um, as Drake, a lot of Drake references like, uh, when, they have, when they ask for a DNA test, I'm legally obligated. As he said in the 30 for 30 freestyle, 30 for 30 freestyle. Uh, it's all for sport. Sh- shrimp scampi to die for. Kind of like Bruno Mars. Julio served that scampi. I wonder if him and Drake have the same chef. Julio. And Julio Jones got cut this year. And uh, I guess you could say kind of like Adonis. That was a... Titan mistake. Oh, Jesus. I feel like he can still play, um, but so can Kevin Durant. But he's still demanding the trade, which is the most weirdest thing. I don't understand. What, what about... He's actually in a good situation. It makes no sense. You want to leave the Nets, but you still want to play with Kyrie, and you want to get traded together. But you're already on the same team. You don't have to get traded. I don't understand. But hey. I don't know. Guess that was nothing but net. And boy, their net worth is fucking humongous. Uh, but yeah. I don't know if I, I... I don't care what people say. I don't care how much money you have. People saying James Harden, you know what? He did a good thing opting out of forty-seven point three million, because you know what? You know that that's just what team friendly. That that's what you do for the team. 
you know what? I actually have respect for him for opting out. It's like, actually, I don't. I think it's dumb. I think it's idiotic. I think it's... Because you know what? That $47 million, if they could find a way to not pay you it, they wouldn't. They could find clauses in your contract where you don't legally obligate by a certain aspect of your contract. They will find a way to make sure they don't have to pay you whatever money they don't have to pay you. So for someone the league to just voluntarily turn down money, it's crazy to me. But I don't know. Uh, uh, let me be your plug. And I can be your thug. And we can get together and get snug. And then I'll go to jail for you. And take a mug shot. And then you can put on your mug. Well... Your new man is giving you a shot for me. <laughs> and that's me crying in the cell. Uh, I don't know what you do. Do do you should should you take the fall? Hey, as a man, should you take the fall if your woman does something and you go to jail, or does she do it? Or should just the person that commits it go to jail and then the other person figures out the real life ramifications? But people will convince themselves. Because it's it's that struggle love of, oh, the more struggle and the more nonsense we we bring to ourselves, it's it's more powerful. It makes our love more potent. It's like it seems just highly unnecessary. I'm so glad I've never really been involved in anything like that. And I don't plan to. Because I feel like once it would get to a certain point, I would just be like, I'm good. And if I'm the reason we're struggling, then you know what? You're, you should leave me. <laughs> if, I, if, I'm just, if I'm just Mr. Struggleville, who needs Pleasantville when you got Struggleville? Uh, but struggle love, that's where the fun is. No one wants, no one wants a content love. And no one wants a stability love. He's got to be so extravagant over the top. And then you get a Michael B. Jory, Lori Harvey situation where it's like, oh, my God, they're the perfect couple and all this stuff. They're just like the perfect power couple. And then what happens? A year later, he's like, you know what? I don't know about this. They break up and then she exposes what she really feels about him. Oh, out here, Vanessa men, men ain't shit. I'm done with men, all this stuff. Well, actually, I think that was another girl that says she's done with men, which is kind of weird. Oh, yeah, Chloe Bailey. It's like you dated a rapper named Gunna. What did you think was going to happen? All right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm, I've always been more of a Halle, Halle Bailey. I was about to say, Halle Berry, Hallelujah. I've always been more of a Holly, of uh, the Haley twin, Bailey, ba- no, t- Haley, Haley, is it Haley Bailey? Because it's Chloe Bailey, and then we got Haley Bailey. Holy shit, her name rhymes. HB. <laughs> huh. Halfback. Oh, she's got more than a half of a back, I can tell you that. <laughs> okay, Clint. Oh, the WB. Oh, I'm breaking out more than Saturdays. And I don't need to wait till 8 a.m. to see Batman Beyond because I see my bat and I'm a man and it's going beyond. 
Ah, uh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm such a fucking idiot. But, but yeah. Um, I don't know that whole you know. Take t- this whole like a uh, power couple thing. It's always weird. It's kind of like Honey Bunch's votes. It's like, you know, we only care for the clusters of it because it's just a clusterfuck. We only care for the, we don't, like, no, if the Honey Bunch's votes didn't have the oats or the clusters, you just got Total Brand cereal. And Total Brand, you know what it is? It's got high fiber, stability, gives you energy, not over the top, gets you what you need to get to, like, noon for lunch. But no one wants that. Everyone wants something that, like, oh, my God, this is going to make me fill up till 4 p.m. It's like, you know, I, I don't I don't need all that. You know, what? I, if if my wife is just a honey bunches of oats type of gal, then she's just a honey bunches of oats type of gal. Or a total brand. I don't I don't need this. I don't, I don't need, you know, I, I'm not, I, what did I see? I saw, now they have like these, they're just making cereals out of the ass. I saw Dunkin' Donuts mocha latte cereal. I saw like some, uh, what was it? Uh, some, it was like some dinosaur egg weird shit. It was like the stuff you see in oatmeal, but they made it into cereal. Land Before Time. Like, some cookie, like, I know we have cookie Christmas shit, but they had actual, like, cookie weird shit, like, cookie batter cereal, and I was just like, what are we doing here? It's like, I'm I'm not Mr. Health Guy, like, I, I enjoy, like, Reese's Puffs, Reese's Puffs, but it's like, what are we doing here? And, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Your boy's a little loopy. And uh, so is cereal after you. But you know what? I, I I just want a lovely lady who's got... Who's just stable. Honey bunches of oats. It's not too much. It's just right. Honey roasted. You know, put a little honey on the... I'm not going to lie, I used to put, sometimes I used to put a little syrup on my Wheaties, put chocolate milk in it, which basically defeated the purpose of Wheaties, oh Wheatie, mm, you better eat them Wheaties boy, um, yeah no, these power couple things man, it, it, it's the epitome of just you know, obviously, it's more for appearance than anything. I'm not saying the people in these power couples, they don't actually have love for each other. But when you start out, you know, some people that meet and were together before there's a chance for them to even become a power couple where, like, they, they got famous. One person got famous way before than the other. Then they're just like a couple. But, like, when they both are entering their prime type of thing, and that's with the Michael B. Jordan, Lori Harvey, which Lori Harvey's more, if she didn't have Harvey attached to her last name, let's be honest, um, she would just be an IG girl, if we're going to be honest. Uh, Michael B. Jordan, like, just did the first Creed. He was already, like, kind of doing the second one and all this shit, like, and he's big from other things. 
you know, he's like top of the world being the biggest black actor specifically, but really just being one of the biggest actors. So it's that power epitome couple. Like Denzel went on a streak in the early 2000s and late 90s, starting with Training Day, John Q, and the line of, you know, you know, you don't need me to tell you the Denzel discography. But, you know, he's been with his wife for like 30 plus years. You know, they're not a power couple. They're just a couple. They're just together. But it's this thing where like if you don't promote your partner on Instagram now when you're in a certain age range and you're not married, then it's this weird thing where it's like, oh, because they're going to expose you and shit if you don't kind of promote them. And it seems very promotional. Has your seems very promotional. It seems very disingenuous. And then when you see what really is when they just break up, like there wasn't anything insane that happened when they broke up. It was just like, yeah, look, I don't. Apparently, he didn't view her as wifey material, I guess, and she uh she took it personal. Now, now she's quote unquote uh. Get in with uh, Mr. Mr. Jack. Uh, Jack Harlow went from shaking Sweetie's hand to getting a little Sweetie with uh, Lori. Oh, Lori's a Sweetie, all right. Not bad. Hey, not a bad recovery. Hey, shout out to Jack. Uh, which, by the way, he did a... It was kind of weird when I, I came across a YouTube video where the title was... For the culture, Jack Harlow, and that's under BT Network YouTube channel. And I know, you know, it's supposed to be incorporated. I just found it interesting because for the culture is a very generic term. And every time you hear for the culture, a lot of people really just associate with black culture when you associate hip hop and rap and stuff like that. So I just found it interesting that the poster boy for quote-unquote the culture that they were advertising, happened to be white. And it's under BT. I don't know what to make of that. I just found it like, for some reason, just like my white brain is like, this is odd. Um, but yeah, look, it's just throwing shit against the wall right now. Uh, I am really struggling. Oh, struggle. This is struggle. You want to talk about struggle? Struggle couple. Struggle love. I am struggling with my love for doing this pod right now. Oh, Jesus. Um, step in the name of love. Ooh. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, I, I struggle with my toes. Yeah, I have this heavy insecurity with my toes. I have this bruise on my left toe, and it's uh, it's purple, so I guess you could call it a toe jam. Okay, Clint. <laughs> oh, got any grapes? <laughs> oh, and then and then when I walk, I wobble away, um, and then I wobble away, wobble wobble wobble, um. That's what it looks like when I run anyways on the treadmill. It's just like, God, you know, some people run really fucking loud on the treadmill. I swear to God. And I'm probably one of them and I don't realize it. That's why I put my headphones in. Um, There's nothing weirder also when you're, ah, here we go with the gym. 
I haven't ran on the treadmill in a while. I haven't really done cardio like that in a while because, you know, I'm walking every fucking day. But I was, uh, there's this reflection window, like, and the treadmill is literally in front of the window. So during nighttime and even parts of daytime, if you see your reflection, you kind of see the people behind you. You can see if someone's creepingly, like, looking at you from behind and all this shit. And I, and it wasn't recently, but, like, I, I've seen where, like, people looking behind. And it's just, a. Uh, and I wonder now, were they looking, were they looking at my cheeks? Or were they looking like, what is wrong with this guy? Because I, I don't know how hard I run. Like, even when I ramp it up to speed, the 6.6, and I really think I'm doing something, it probably sounds like boom, 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 boom. And I'm probably running uneven, unbalanced. That's probably one of my biggest insecurities is just like, do I walk unbalanced? Do I run unbalanced? Because it feels like it, and it feels like it. It probably looks like it to a different extent. But then again, you know what you realize? No one's really watching that shit. No one can. Whatever you're insecure about, whatever these weird things that we build on our heads, no one actually gives a fuck. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, your body move and my towel. Uh, I'm not really a big pool guy. Not not the sport or really going to the pool. I can't remember the last time I've been to the pool. Um, uh, by having a pull in the bitches. Alright. <laughs> I'm kidding. Still a child of God here. And, oh God, they are a child of God. Um, technically we're always child. Think about our whole, maybe, maybe that's like R. Kelly's justification. I think he just got sentenced like 95 years or some weird shit. Like, who even cares at this point? It's like, we know the dude's not getting out of jail. Um, he'll be going back and forth like Aaliyah. There's no back and forth. Um, the only back and forth he'll be doing is the booty hole. Um, <laughs> he'll be saying, oh my God. Um, <laughs> uh, I bet, and I, you know, I know this is a weird thing to predict, but I, I bet he commits suicide within like the next five years. Just my, just my hunch or quote unquote suicide because uh, you know typically celebrities like that like when you're that like you're not gonna last that long in there especially for stuff like the underage shit a lot of prisoners don't play with that shit and even if they they're only gonna because it costs money to isolate people to put them in these separate from the whole and even if they do isolate that's even more of a way they can sneak a kill yourself type of shit. But hey. I'm not saying I hope for that to happen or nothing like that. But I just think typically that's how this stuff magically happens. Um, I guess we'll find out if he believes he can fly. Um, <laughs> we'll be touching the sky. Uh, okay. Um, Apparently, Miles Bridges, you know, I saw a story. I don't even know if this is true. I, I literally didn't even click on All I saw was Miles Bridges beats this girl up. And I noticed in the title, they had to emphasize. 
he beat his girl up while in search for a max deal. Like, the max deal is the most important part of this all. It's like, people need to admire. Not only did he just beat the fuck out of a woman, he's got a max deal on the table. It's like... And now he's being charged with, like, a felony type of shit. Which, you can just say, like, hey, dude, you couldn't stay away from people until you got this max deal? Um... But it's funny how, like, and I think it just kind of exposed, like, everything that someone does when there's money on the table. Everyone's obsession with pocket watching of how important everyone's decision and bad decisions they make off the court, off the field, when there's a potential payday on the loom. Like, no, the incident is the importance part. Like, the pay stuff, it'll either happen or won't, but it's not really outside people's business to worry about how much or if he even gets paid. But that seemed to be the, one of the biggest aspects of it. It's like, oh, is he going to get the four-year, 110, whatever the fuck deal from the Hornets? It's like, that's not the first thing I was thinking of. Um, I guess uh, Miles will have to cross that bridge when he gets there. <laughs> and he just burned a couple. Uh... <laughs> uh He's going to have to walk a thousand miles before I can just see that next paycheck if he ever plays. Um, eh, don't worry, he'll be back, you know. Guys beat girls all the time. Um, it's, just a, it's just a sport. Uh, I haven't heard much from Kwame Brown recently. He went through that whole, like, media thing three or four months ago where he was like on a roll on YouTube and shit. Now I don't get recommended as shit anymore. I don't know if he's still doing the YouTube stuff, but it's certainly not popping like it was. Um yeah. Uh something I thought of. <laughs> Literally. Uh why is he called Jimmy Buffett? He has a buffet of cheeseburger in paradise. Okay. Never understood. Jimmy Buffett's one of those. When I think of Jimmy Buffett, I think of Titanic. Obviously, because I had a grandmother that was a heavy Jimmy Buffett fan, and her favorite movie is Titanic. It's pretty standard old people stuff. Uh, so anytime I think of Titanic, I think of Jimmy Buffett. Anytime I think of Jimmy Buffett, I think of Titanic. Which is weird, because Jimmy Buffett is the epitome of being on an island, sunny days, vibes, and all that. Just playing a guitar, ukulele, simple. You stand away again in Margaritaville. And everything's about beachy music and Titanic. It's about a sinking ship in the middle of negative 40 fucking degrees hitting an iceberg. They couldn't be two more opposite ideas of things that hit your head it's like your brain's an iceberg and jimmy buffett's like let me warm it up with la la and titanic is like boom that's strong which by the way i found out trapped so you know the song back on i'll take you on uh the band trapped their biggest hit is headstrong uh they have a lot of other music that i actually enjoy I actually found out a couple days ago. One, 
I don't know if the video I was watching, if they just inserted this as his middle name, but the dude's name is Chris Brown. But his middle name is Trashbag. But I think that was just their way of inserting, like, he's a trash bag because he's a trash dude. I didn't know he was a white supremacist. I had no fucking clue. Uh, apparently there was stuff on social media years ago. He posted some stuff, basically, and he still kind of stands by it. By doubling down weird shit. And they haven't been the same, but I had no fucking clue of it. Um, so yeah, Trapped. The group is a, the lead singer specifically, he's a white nationalist. Or at least he's a bona fide, uh, mono-color type of guy, let's just say. Uh, but yeah, good good stuff. Well, not really good stuff, but interesting stuff, I should say. Learn something new every day. And, uh, Jesus, I go through peanut butter really fucking quick. Hear that or it's leaking out of the bottom. Um, it's weird because I shouldn't go through. You shouldn't go through peanut butter in a couple days. Like that's something that should last a while because you know peanut butter. They gotta get bigger jar. And there's a jar of hearts leaving scars down my esophagus because I can't breathe when I eat a lot of peanut butter. Um. I've never understood people, and I was talking with someone about this, the peanut allergy guy. Look, I understand if you're a young kid with a peanut allergy, school and shit. Like, I'm not going to shit on a kid for being a peanut allergy. I mean, you are a pussy, but, you know, hey, that's your nut you got to crack. And we all have to get around to it someday. Um, But if you are like 30 plus years old and you have a peanut allergy, you're, you honestly might be the biggest pussy alive. Like imagine letting a peanut make you sneeze and get hives and shit. Like talk about demasculating that must be. Like if I'm on the job and I pull out a peanut butter jelly sandwich and there's different type of allergies, right? Where... Someone, they're not going to like, let's say someone's allergic to peanut butter. There's a type of person where they have to physically consume and swallow it for it to actually, for the allergy to flare up. Some people have to be, they have to like touch the outside of it for something to happen. Then there's some people where even if the bag is vacuum sealed and it's 80 feet away from them. They will just like can't control themselves. And if you are the last part, um, I honestly think you should be, uh, you should have your ability to reproduce taken away from you. And this male birth control thing is apparently a real thing. Which I think, honestly, I think male birth control is just called be more responsible. But um, <laughs> it's different because as a dude, like, you really have to go out of your way to really 
uh, get someone pregnant. Like I got, like I, I could feel a little bit more sympathetic towards a woman getting pregnant because trusting a guy to do the whole, hey, trust me, I'll time it right. Like you know what? As many great things as men have done in society, we've done a lot of bad shit too, and a lot of misguided, a lot of misjudge, a lot of misaligning, not measuring things correctly. Cause you know you got got to lie a little. Um, <laughs> everyone wants the truth, uh, just not that one. Uh, but look, it it's very very. important what was I talking about sorry I lost my train of thought I like drops Jupiter tell me tell me oh something tells me this pot ain't gonna be like Bryson Tiller um in exchange don't be dishonest uh yeah no look don't don't trust I, I feel a little bit more sympathetic that for someone that for if if a woman gets pregnant by a guy because you know more times than not the guy did some mis misjudging all right like I I get like oh yeah ooh that was a close call uh <laughs> uh well you should I told you to wear protection Clint and it's like but it's just not the same and I thought we were connecting um. <laughs> I saw this video. I watched a video of people covering, and I couldn't believe it. So there, there's look if you want to look it up. There's this uh, channel called Twenty Two Studios. Oh yeah, you can tell I'm tired. Uh, but they did apparently they do kind of like conventions and shit like that. At least it's some parts of what they do. And they did a alpha. They're, they're like this alpha male channel but all the dudes of course don't embody anything that even looks like one and i'm sorry but looking the part doesn't matter and none of you motherfuckers even look the part that you remotely demand and that's the main problem when it comes to a lot of this stuff but neither here nor there but the presentation was so funny this dude the girl was acting and she was getting paid to know she was about to be uncomfortable because she knows what this guy has no game, right? But for the presentation, this dude is supposed to be how to make a girl attracted to you, right? And it was a scenario where this skinny dude is wearing like this black v-neck shirt. And he's a swindly, has no, just has no flow, just doesn't even have a ounce of confidence in his style or nothing right it's not even about having traditional swag it's like jesus just function the dude was like bending his legs at points like rocking his neck back and forth had no control of his vowels it's like bruh fucking relax and the whole time the whole idea was just get closer to her and this dude at one point was like crossing necks which by the way he didn't blink for the whole two-minute serenade. I'm not even exaggerating. He, the dude did a close-up on the thing. He didn't blink. This dude's a fucking psycho. He's not even like one of those attractive psychos that like, oh, he's so like in focus psycho. Like, this dude didn't blink. 
and he couldn't even focus. <laughs> and he's just sitting there putting his head around her neck and it's like, all right, if you're in, let's say you're at a bar and the music's loud, what do you do to get attention? And he leans his head towards hers. You get closer. And he just like whips his neck around so fucking fast and twitchy. And he rips it back. He's like, see? You see what I did? <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> there, there was no, there was no soul on this earth that would find that even remotely like, oh, no, I see what this guy's doing. I can understand how this happens. Like, even the most unnatural of dudes with absolute no confidence and swagger. Well, look at this guy and be like, damn, dude, you all right? This dude is the definition of what happens when you get people that follow a mindset, a belief and everything. Because really, when you look at what a lot of this alpha beta stuff, it's really like a cult like figure. It's really religion, like religion type of cult stuff where they don't. Like, people sometimes, they're so locked in in politics, politics especially. When people are so locked in to what they want to believe, and, and they're so desperate for an answer for some, because all the dudes there are just so desperate for any type of affection and a vowel from a woman in their direction, that they're actually going to look at this guy, and they came in objectively be like, I don't know if this guy is really the guy that's going to help me get further if anything this guy's gonna cause me some lawsuits because if you already have no self-awareness or have no awareness of what makes someone uncomfortable and you're kind of socially inept and maybe socially awkward if you do what this guy did and you think that's normal uh you're gonna double down and get all the results that you feared would happen if you approach someone and you're going to get them times 10. And you might even get your ass fucking beat. Um, but. Thing I found quite. And it really just exposes. Because it was like a whole convention. Of this shit. And I'm like I can't believe people actually were in the audience. And people were actually watching this like. Wow. This is golden. There was no one laughing. Or maybe they're just so uncomfortable they didn't know what to say. But even the girl at, at certain points, you could see her on her face. Like, she couldn't even, like, pretend that, oh. Like, she was just sitting there with a blank face looking into the crowd like, oh, yeah. And she was flat-chested, so, you know, maybe her options are limited. Um, maybe that's why I was able to get his neck around pretty easily. Um, but look, man. It was just like the funny. It's just like the funniest shit to see. Uh, I forgot what the dude's name. Shit, I wish I could remember the dude's name. It's in the video, but yeah. Uh, the answer to everything with woman isn't just to get closer. That's all I'll say. If you watch the video, the whole thing of this guy just he just pokes his head out. Like a fucking ostrich on her neck. Yeah. When in doubt, get closer. You just gotta get closer. It's like, but you can only get so close. 
Like, you're already close. I don't know how much closer you can get. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I really need a soda. I really just probably need to go to fucking sleep. But, you know, we're going to power through. We're going to get through this. Uh, uh, I want to click you and open you up like a double click. And I want to right click and left click. And now you want to join my click. Oh, can I join your click? And then she's so sicko mode. Cause I'm like. Um, <clears throat> um, I'm starting to hate the backward tack guy. I gotta admit. I think I'm gonna do a whole rant on the backward tack guy in another episode, but. I'm really starting to become an old man. Let me tell you, man, this backwards hat thing. And I used to be a repeat offender. I used to be an abuser of the backwards hat guy. And now I just want to abuse and beat the fuck out of the backwards hat guy. It is a... It is a travesty. It is egregious. That... A wife, a woman... Would let their 30 plus year old man leave the house and let their man wear a backwards hat. Like if I if I was with a woman, I would not expect a woman to let me leave the house every day with this dumbass sports headband. But then again, I wouldn't give a fuck because no bitch is going to tell me what I could put on my head unless it's, you know, her crotch. Um, but not nah, seriously, like. There'd probably be a back and forth, like, anyone that loves you and gives a fuck about you is going to correct you and going to at least, I can't stop you from doing this, but I'm going to remind you every day how much of a fucking idiot you look like. If you have a true friend, you have a true role model, a father, a brother, whatever, if you walk out of the house with a backwards hat and they only say, hey, before you leave, I just want to let you know, you look like a fucking idiot, then they don't give a fuck about you. All right? No one gives a fuck about you if no one corrects you. If you're a grown man wearing a backwards hat. And I don't know what it is. I used to do it. And now I can't stand it. I can't stand it. Maybe because it was ingrained in me how much of a fucking idiot I look. So now every time I see a guy... He looks like a fucking idiot. Maybe it's just some personal issues. Maybe some, you need soul searching. It's like, you know what? <laughs> you need to learn the correct way to put on a hat. They'll point, they, know, they put the logo on the front for a fucking reason. If I, if I was a brand expert and I see some fucking guy with a backwards hat and I'm out in public. And they're wearing my fucking hat that I created. And I'm the brand ambassador. If I'm the creator of Nike and I... I'm out at fucking, I don't know, Walmart, Dick's Sporting Goods. And some guy's walking around with a backwards hat, and I'm behind. I would tap him on the shoulder and be like, hey, asshole. Ever thought of putting it on the front? Because when you make face-to-face eye contact, do for the brand. It's on the front. 
It's not a t-shirt where I could put the brand on the front and the back, even though that's tacky. People don't put the brand on the back and then have an empty front on the shirt. No, they put it on the front. Because what do most people look at? The front. I want to see what's on your titties and the chest. And on the head, I want to see what's on the front of your hat. Because that's where people go for the logos. It's inconvenient when I have to say, oh, that looks like a cool hat. Let me go to the other side and creep from behind to see your logo. Like, fuck you. Jesus. Hat backwards guy. Uh, I'm really an old man. That's like a 50 plus year old guy type of thing. Uh, I'm just an old man and a young spry body. Just waiting, just waiting for your touch on my calves. Um, but yeah. Uh, another one bites of dust. It's always weird seeing people sing music out loud as the song's playing. I, I was somewhere, and you know, you go to certain like a uh, fast food or whatever places, and they'll be playing. You know, they'll be playing music like right there in the open in the back, whatever. And you know, this group they were playing like another one bites of dust. I'm just like, this is awkward because uh, my order, I guess, is biting the dust as well because I'm being completely ignored. Um, (laughs) But it's always weird because, like, you know, I'm all about being open and freeing and shit. Even at the beach, even like I'm at the beach, it's like a weird place to just be openly singing a song. Uh, It's always weird. I've never been a, let me just... Sing a song as it's playing out loud. You know? Like, maybe to myself. Like, ever seen someone, like, mouth the words of when they have earphones in? They're just mouthing the words to the song they listen to. And then now you're curious, like, I'm trying to figure out what song you're listening to. It's like, I see your mouth moving. But, you know, some people don't say the right lyrics. I'm a guy. I, I never know the right lyrics. I could listen to a song. I'm not even exaggerating. There are songs from artists I listen to three or four times a day approximately. And even when the song comes on, like a couple days later, if I'm rusty and didn't listen to it for a day or two, I'll forget like the first couple lines until it gets in a rhythm. Like, Margaritaville, you know, uh... No, I'm not listening to Jimmy Buffett like that, but, you know. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking exhausted. Doubleheader pod. Um, I need you to cap my cap. Can't cap the cap, but a cap cap. Oh. I'm like a sour patch kid. You put the sugar on my tongue. 
And now we're having a patch of triplets. All right. And that is episode 156 because I am completely tired. I am gassed out. Um, I haven't even posted episode 155 yet. I was going to post it tonight, but goddamn, I'm exhausted. Probably post it in the morning. Because, you know, maybe I can hit it in the morning. Oh, sunrise on why you moaning. Oh. Alright, that is episode 156 of the Off and Be Podcast. Don't forget to suck some titties. Like, follow the pod, subscribe. My name is Clint Nelson. Enjoy the pod. Spread the word. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'll come back with a better, more actual decent episode next time. I'm just trying to finally catch up with the episode numbers again. So, Alright, guys. Appreciate it. Have a great day. Oh my god.